wrong asking myself that you know there is a sort of uh, joy to having low expectations of an artist and then being wrong. Okay, this is another draft episode. This is the spot where we would normally have our intro music, which we don't have yet, but we will in the meantime. Hey, people, you're listening to High Decibels, an NYC-based live music podcast. We check out the artists we love at New York City venues and beyond and report back to you. I'm Marlia. And I'm James. This song that ideally is playing is Short Chord Style by Natalie Puckcrash, who Marlia saw at Industry City Courtyard on August 9th. That was yesterday as of the time of this recording last night. So, uh... This is a, a, a new thing that we're testing out. Mar and I went to two totally separate concerts last night, just uh, different interests, that kind of thing. So we're going to try a, sort of an interview style where one asks the other questions. We're going to do two of these today, see how it works out. Um, and so let's we'll just kind of get going on it then. So okay, give, ask me. Give, me, give me some of your initial thoughts on this. Okay, fine. Well, okay, so we always talk about the venue first. And um, so this venue is uh, Industry City basically has a, which is the sort of uh, complex um, in uh, Sunset Park, Brooklyn. And um, I love it because I can walk home from that. And I love convenience. Isn't that a park? Industry City, for anybody who doesn't know, it's this big, old, probably used to be factories. I never really looked into it. It's a huge uh, couple blocks all kinds of different uh, stuff going on there from like a skate rink to different food, bars. They do shows like this in the outdoor section of it, which is also just a nice area to go hang out. So Industry City, check it out sometime. Shout out. It's true. It, yeah, totally. You know, we're not, <clears throat> we're not sponsored or anything. We're not important enough. So we're, this is true. I'm just a really big fan of Industry City because, um, I've been waiting a long time for this neighborhood to develop, and I have earned it. Uh, and now there's this, you know, this sort of, like, area, uh, which, if we do get our Instagram account <laughs> up, um, which will be a High Decibels podcast, uh, I will I will post images from that. It's just, like, this. there's, like, food, there's, like, restaurants and bars and, like, that kind of thing. It's not usually open very late, Um but uh, still, they've got great, great food options, like truly. And, um, and they have like a lot of like free things, like community things, like, you know, free yoga and all this. But one of their great perks is that they have concerts. They have concerts. At least in the summer, they do. They have them in this courtyard. And uh, it's true. It's, it's, it's a beautiful venue. Um, I, I will say the check-in was a little bit weird for this one. It was like... Uh, this sort of obvious entrance that you think you would take, which is kind of like by the water, it just wasn't open. So I had to kind of go up and in in the alley. But whatever, you're an adult, you can figure it out. Um, you know, let's see. Okay, bathrooms, uh, fine, they're great. Uh, not much to say there. Um, not, nothing, nothing great, nothing bad. All um, right, so talk real quick, production value. Uh, stage lights that they had any, what was the sound like? Uh, does it feel like uh, something that they've really got down or maybe they still got to work on? I think it's okay. Uh, you know, I just interjecting really quick, you know, the, the, the staff was, uh, you know, you know, fa- fairly friendly enough. I wouldn't say like, I mean, nothing beats Pier 17, which we will talk about in the future. Uh, but um, it was fine. Um, 
I got in there. Uh, this piece is is it's it's truly just like talk, talking about the way it looks. It's very beautiful. Um, it and it doesn't because it has that industrial feel. It doesn't really need much. It is an outdoor venue again. This is a courtyard, and so it's lit over with like these string lights, which I am a, a huge sucker for. Uh, string lights, especially Edison lights. Um, that's just my thing. Uh, and, um, you know, I mean, the sound, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I was pretty close up. So uh, I didn't feel like it bled or whatever. I think it does help that there are those, like, surrounding buildings. Um, the lighting was... Yeah, that's kind of a thing that uh, you always ask with outdoor venues. How, you know, how full does it sound? Because it can sound a lot, very, very flat in an outdoor venue when there's not a lot of sound reverbing back properly the way that it's really supposed to. I've been to, I could say, uh, Central Park Summer Stage. doesn't always sound great with that, especially with some more uh, tech or EDM kind of heavy or influenced bands. They don't always sound great with something like that. So uh, if you're looking for an outdoor venue, always consider that as a possibility that, you know, sound-wise it might not be the best you've ever heard just because the sound kind of bleeds away from it very easily. But that being said, it's always, it's just nice being outdoors. But thankfully, uh, you know, because of these surrounding buildings and such, I felt like um, that was pretty well done. You know, lighting is very basic. This is not a, a light show kind of place. It's just kind of like they had these sort of wandering spotlights, which I, I did get onto my stories that were, you know, it was kind of a nice ambiance. Um, the thing that struck me the most when I came in was uh, – there was like nobody there and I was like and I texted James this and I was like I'm really kind of disappointed in this this is a major artist and uh I don't see anyone but uh I was pleasantly surprised it it, it was just well, I'll get into that later anyway so I was just kind of like uh you know uh I'll just talk to people or whatever there's just nothing going on and uh so I, <laughs> so I approached a couple of these like two teenage girls, like in these sort of like the filmy white. They're just like the poster children to like represent your typical Natalie uh, Press fan. Mm -hmm. I think they would be it. And I tried to make conversation with them, but they're just like you know, oh, you're old or whatever. I mean, <laughs> no, they didn't really say that, but it was just kind of like where. My, but they didn't mind talking to the like 55 year old guy who was trying to was not their dad uh, who was trying to buy him drinks. Oh well, okay, there you go. <laughs> That's what you got to do next oh time. Offer him drinks, and then you'll I get plenty not, of uh, conversation going. I could not believe this man. I just wanted to like just to stir the pot. Just be, oh, sir, your your daughters are so beautiful. Just to hear him be like, oh, we're just mad, just talking American Beauty. What, like, <laughs> you know? But I, <laughs> I kept. I stay, I kept graceful about it, but it was weird. It was like, well, what are you doing, man? Like these girls were like sixteen, and he was, you know, he had many years on me. So um, anyway, so that was happening, and you know, they didn't want to talk, and there was really no one else there. So I was like, I'm gonna get a drink. Which, by the way, drinks are pretty reasonably priced there. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. what you would expect for a New York City venue: eight dollar beers, twelve dollar cocktails. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Uh, pretty standard. And so okay, so our opener was Adeline. And I am going to get a clip in of hers right now. I can't tell you what the name of the song, unfortunately, because I'm not that familiar with her. I will say this. Uh, when I got to the stage on it preset was this pink bass. And I was like, oh, how cute is that? She's going to, like, pick it up and play a few chords and then kind of hold it to look cool. Um, I was completely wrong about that this woman slaps on the bass she truly does she's like equal parts bassist apparently this woman was the bassist for CeeLo Green 
Which, That's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. so well, well, I don't know what happened to him, but she's still <laughs> doing he things. Went off cliff is what right? happened to him. Uh, but um, so anyway, I was truly listen. I was I was proven wrong. And I was thinking to myself that you know there is a sort of uh, joy to having low expectations of an artist and then being wrong. Go right? early. Like every, we understand that you can't always make it, but try and go. The amount of uh, bands, including the one that I saw last night, that I only know because I came for the opening act and, and, uh, and decided and found that I really liked them. Uh, there are just dozens of them, and you could always be surprised by what you see, even if they're not something you necessarily follow, will want to follow again or, or listen to afterwards. You can just enjoy something and somebody trying to put themselves out there and uh, gain some experience, gain some exposure. And something that I always say is, like, the band that you came here to see today was these guys a couple years ago. And they wouldn't have been given a chance if there wasn't people that actually just came a little bit earlier and, and saw an opening act. Plus, you get more of what you paid for. Just Right, you know, and, and you find, okay, so the crowd did ultimately fill up. It was just, it's such a spread out area that it was like everyone was kind of so I didn't realize but everyone crowded in this woman had fans for sure and again you know I learned a bit about myself I like this artist I also learned that I made a sexist assumption but in my defense when I have seen the ratio of women to men just holding an instrument to look cool is about two to one so that happens yeah another quick interjection <laughs> there I see this a lot especially with like pro tip for, for the for the artists yeah pro tip for a lot of artists out there uh, I you do see women front women do this more than front men but I see both where they're just up they're singers but for some reason somebody decided to give them a guitar or stick a, a keyboard in front of them and let them play a couple notes here and there to make them look cool you're not adding to anything you're they're rarely actually part of like the the musical part of it just fucking are they not good enough to carry it by themselves without having an instrument in their hands? Like, I always see it as, uh, I, I see this all the time, and I've said this to you before at shows, where I'm, I'm looking at somebody up there, and, like, they're just holding that as a prop. So, uh, anybody listen to this? I know you don't give a shit about some random dude in Brooklyn's opinion, but uh, if you're trying to start a band, don't just hold an instrument as a prop. It, it looks lame. Uh, it does. Like, play it or don't. Yeah. Uh, this woman fucking plays it. Um, she was, okay, so, oh, uh, I also wanted to point out she is stunningly beautiful, not that that should matter, but let's get real, it, it helps. helps. <laughs> it helps. She had upper arms to die for, and great sense of style. But anyway, the most important thing was, she is talented. Uh, Adeline has this beautiful, classic, soulful voice, just like, ah, uh, it started out with this sort of, like, R&B feel, I would say, I just, I'm still thinking about this woman and I, I'm trying not to think about how gorgeous she was because it's not what I want to focus on, but oh my God, she really was. Um, anyway, so it started out like very R&B and then it got kind of disco-y. Like it was like Donna Summer fronting chic, but like also plays the bass. Like not many younger acts are doing right. a disco sound. Do you know what I mean? But it was yeah, like Disco's making a bit of a comeback. I'm hearing it. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess so. I guess there is yeah. something going on with you, that. You can thank Daft Punk. Uh, but truly, like, I just, I loved, uh, the sort of journey that she took us on. And apparently her fans did too. There was a, this is what I wish you were here for. This very dramatic gentleman in the front with the sort of exaggerated hand gestures and like the hand to heart. And he was just like, I can't, oh my God, I can't. Just like fanning himself oh, okay. and all of uh, this. Fanboy. It was quite, it was quite entertaining. Um, but I will say uh, the unsung heroes here are Adeline's backing band, truly. The drums, guitar, keyboards, solid, solid musicians. They, like, really uh, groove together. So 
Uh, not only do I love Adeline and her amazing uh, biceps and gorgeous hair, but um, she really fucking slaps it on the bass. And she's an excellent. She's such a great entertainer. Um, I think you really would enjoy. She was like Sylvester reincarnated, mm. basically. I don't know. Maybe okay. you don't know who Sylvester is. You make me feel my no no. <laughs> All right. Well. And anyone over 35 probably knows that one. Uh, I wish my computer would stop doing that. Okay, anyway. Um, oh, yeah. And so in terms of her as as an artist, like, it was really, she hugged this little boy in the audience, and then it was like he couldn't have been more than, like, eight years old. It was so adorable. And I was like, I said to his father, I was like, you know, your, your son's going to be talking about this when he's 30, mm. like, the time he got the hug. He's going to have this crush for, like, there you go. Yeah. ever. Um, so, yeah, just a phenomenal opening act, and uh, we will have a link uh, to her Spotify in our description at the very least and um, we'll also cover um, like where she's gonna be playing next mm. um, okay so uh, Natalie Prass uh, this was the headliner uh, Natalie is like a uh, she's a singer songwriter she's very versatile uh, she is out of Richmond Virginia um, and, um, I don't remember how I, you know, came across her. It's just, you know, just like listening to stuff and whatever. Like, oh, this is really cool. She's got a nice groove. Um, <clears throat> she, uh, she comes out looking cute as a button. She's got this like paisley, sherberty, like a go-go dress on and boots. Like I was like, if my mother had a rebellious little sister in 1969, it would have been aesthetically this one. Um, but what I did want to address, and, and I'm surprised I don't see this very often in like reviews of her, the, the woman does like us, when she does her sort of like 90s R&B song, she sounds just like Janet Jackson, like sounds just like her, as if Janet really? was like inhabiting her body temporarily. Um, and uh, you know what? I'm going to actually, I'm going to play a clip here just so you can hear it for yourself because... Um, I think this is the one. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. especially that run right there. Yeah, especially that run right there. Right, that's, right. That's it's like, so, I was like, that's the elephant in the room. Just address the fact this woman... And not every song, but when she does her, she goes into this like Janet Jackson, which is fine, doesn't bother me. Um, but uh, you can't help but notice. And she addresses it too. I looked up her Spotify and she does a cover of um, that song, Anytime, Any Place. Do you know that one? I think so. Anytime, any place. Sure. No. <laughs> anyway, and spot on. So it's, it, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> and so I just want to preface this next part by saying I'm not attempting to be uh, clever or funny. You can laugh if you want to, but this is how my brain operates, especially when I've had an edible. Um, a lot of her songs have this, like, again, it made sense that she picked Adeline uh, with that sort of disco R&B thing, because this is this is what Natalie Prass does. You wouldn't know by looking at her. You think she's going to jump into some folksy stuff, which sometimes she does, but she can get into this, like, really sweet 70s groove. It's like a little... BG-ish. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish I had had a leisure suit on. I did. And I felt like I was dancing. Like, I had... Like, I caught myself, like, doing, doing the, that... Saturday night fever uh, kind of Yeah, thing. and oh. I was, like, weird about it. And then I was, like, whatever, fuck it. It's fine. Uh, and then 
she switched to a country song, which was like very Patsy Klein. And I traded in my mental leisure shoot suit for Wranglers. And I started doing that dance, which I know you've seen before. With that like kicking kind of a <laughs> kicking kind of square dance there, really bringing you back to that upstate New York roots. I didn't even know I was doing it until <laughs> I noticed I was doing it. And then I was like, whatever, it works. And then she kind of switched again to this 90s R&B style uh, with this song called Sisters. Uh, and I mentally switched to hoops and baggy jeans. So Natalie versatility, that's what I like might want to call her. Um, and then um, she played this song uh, called Last Time. It was a um, piano and vocal. It was like very Michael Jackson ask ballad i know it's like me and the jacksons right now but that's just kind of what i was hearing and then she reached over and she slapped her penis in the face which is like very joe jackson huh. no she <laughs> didn't <laughs> <laughs> huh. no she didn't do that Bringing the jacksons, uh, back <laughs> there, huh? uh so and then she did so that was a that was a nice one and that song has not been recorded and i i really want her to record that song put it on an album um really lovely ballad and then she did um Oh, I forget the name of the song. Some the one was just like everyone was like snapping in the audience, and it wasn't like she told us to do it. It was just like we kind did, of a natural di- dialectic, yeah. dietetic, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, yeah, everyone was doing yeah. it. You just knew like this is what worked. Uh, and then she went into short court style, which you heard at, at the top, hopefully, if I edit it correctly, which I thought would be the last one. That is a really fun song. We're going to put Natalie's uh, Spotify again in the in the description so you can listen to her and ple- listen to short court style. That is a really fun, like upbeat, happy summer song. But what she actually closed out with was um, this song called It Is You, which made me cry. Um, and I didn't go in there. Like, I'm going to feel the feelings. It just, I just, it just happened. Um, her piano player is phenomenal. His name is Jacob. I can't, I'll, I'll look him up and put him in, but um, beautifully done. Uh, okay. And so this is, this is my favorite part of the story. Uh, I wanted to meet her after. I was actually talking to this woman who uh, was also a big fan. And she said, well, you can go meet her at the, the merch table or whatever. And so I'm walking away, and then I feel a tap on my shoulder, and I turn around, and who do you think it was? Hillary Clinton. No, no. better. Natalie Prass oh, herself. Oh, that, okay. That adds Natalie up. Prass yeah, okay. just walked up to me, and I'm like, deer in headlights, and she says, I just want to let you know I noticed you in the front row and I absolutely love your dress like the sleeves I think you're best friends now and I was like <laughs> what about your dress yeah. if you go on my Instagram which is Marlia doing things so hopefully we'll get this on you know our podcast Instagram you can see these two dresses uh, mine is this like flowy hippie white like it's very like Johnny um, you know that part that scene yeah, in the movie you know the scene with that line just come on <laughs> so with the white flowy dress Dress, but like she was the other Jenna wearing like this go-go dress that I, you know I mentioned at, at the beginning with like the boots and everything. It was like we're two Jenny Currens. It was incredible. And I said, Your dress is amazing. Stop. And then I was like, I need to have a photo with you. And so we did that. She was so gracious and kind. And I, you know, talked to her a bit about her music. Um and uh 
that I've come a long way from wanting to make out with like hair rock gods when I was a kid and go to concerts. And now I'm just like, this was the best thing that could have happened is like a woman with incredible style telling me that I have style that, that was just beyond. Um, and I talked to the guitarist a little bit after, which this was a good one. You'd appreciate this. He uh, was not her regular guitarist. This guy was like, um, a fill in and they didn't rehearse session guy. That's a session guy. Yeah. He just pulled it off. Yeah, well, yeah, those guys are talented. For those who don't know, session musicians are usually part of like label companies, and they go in and record musical parts for usually like a solo artist will come in and, and say, it's like, hey, it's like I've got this music framework. I, you know, I'm not that good at guitar, though, so they basically pay these guys that are professionals that come in to record for them. Uh, there's plenty of very famous session musicians. Jimmy Page was originally a session musician to put that out to a lot of people. Uh, they don't really get noticed. They don't really get a lot of respect, but they're super talented. And they're the kind of guys that get that this happens to where they get told like the morning of, Hey, like this band wants you to play with them. Come on out and do that. And then they're good enough to go out and, and, and play along. Right. So, okay. So as far as Natalie going forward, if you are in the New York city area, I am sorry to tell you, uh, this is it for this, uh, cycle in terms of this album cycle. Um, she's uh, headed off to Michigan, it seems, uh, on September 18th, if you're out in uh, Grand Rapids. Uh, we got a McKee's Rocks, and over that is Pennsylvania, on the September 19th. We'll put a link as well to that, so you can check out where she It looks like she's kind of doing the um, sort of like East, East Coast and the South, um, up into... Up until like early October. So I know that I talked a lot during this. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to make up for that because uh, James is going to talk about a show in our next episode that he went to that I was not at. Um, overall, I would say definitely see Natalie Press in, um, in concert if you can. Adeline as well. Love you guys. Thank you so much for a great show. And uh, we're going to close this out with that song that made me cry. (laughs) Here's that for you. Thank you. That's High Decibels. And we'll talk to you later. All right. I'm here too. So goodbye. It is you. It is you. It is you. And the sun.